0: Good evening and welcome to the Apple Store Covent Garden in London. Please welcome tonight's host, Kinvara Balfour. Hi everyone, good evening. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I'm really very, I've just been laughing for the last half an hour backstage and I'm sure we're going to laugh for another hour or more. I'm very, very excited to be interviewing Dan and Dean. Um, Before we welcome them on stage, we're going to just take a look at their work in action. Please welcome to the stage Dan and Dean Caton of D Squared. (laughs) Come and take a seat. Hi. Hi. I would stand up. I got reprimanded on YouTube for not standing up for Tom Ford, but that's because I had a huge gold zip down the back of my dress that had unzipped already. Forgive me for not standing up. I might ruin my shoes. Welcome. Thank you so much, so much for joining me. I am a huge fan. There's so much to talk about and I say that with everyone, but there is so much to talk about with you guys and I don't know if I even need to be here. You could just talk with yourselves. Let's just start with um, where you've just been, which is in Dubai, what you've been doing, and then I kind of want to go back to how this all started. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we were in Dubai. We did um, a weekend of like press and Promotion. Uh, we've launched a new fragrance called Want for Women. Um, so it was kind of like a fragrance launch and um, and meeting the public and seeing our store and just kind of hanging out for a few days.
0: And it's twenty bu- twenty years of D squared this year. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> and you're kind of celebrating that as you go around the world because after this you're off to where are you going next? Uh, to, go
1: to New York tomorrow, and then LA on Monday.
0: Okay. Okay. So for me, what interests me in, about you guys is that your business is privately owned, which is pretty rare in these times. You launched it from scratch. You still have complete control. You have 35 stores around the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. You do menswear, womenswear, kidswear, fragrances, sunglasses. Eyewear. Eyewear.
1: Underwear. And underwear. Swimwear. And accessories. <laughs>
0: that's so that's pretty remarkable. And it's kind of pretty admirable, from my perspective, I've worked with all sorts of people in these talks. And I haven't worked with that many people whose companies are this big and still privately owned. So l- let's talk about how it began. I think we should go back to the beginning.
1: All right. Um,
0: Parsons. You were at Parsons okay. in New York. I tried to think what you guys were like I in New I love that York. you
1: know everything, There. Uh, uh, it was a summer course. Um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, uh, but there was this paper in the high school saying about this fashion design course at Parsons in, in, in August. So we signed up and um, it was summer school and so they taught you like little bits of each part of, uh, of what no, the... No, but the most a- important thing was the first day everybody got there and we went into the auditorium and they said, okay, listen, if you don't live, sleep, eat and drink fashion, you should just get up and get out because this is not the job for you. Without a word to each other, we knew that we were in the right place.
0: But when you, when, when you were young, were you both kind of wandering around in clothes together or... Who, how did you know that you loved fashion? At what age?
1: Well, I think, one, growing up in Canada. Uh, there's not a lot of fashion around you. Two, growing up in a small um, suburb um, from kind of like a middle-class family, we didn't have a lot of money, so we kind of had to make do with what we had. And we had five sisters that were older than us, so we somehow always ended up getting their hand-me-downs, so we had girl hand me I had five Barbie dolls, to play and, with, uh, real ones. So you become creative with your means that you have. Um, and so I think from that early age, we kind of were searching or looking for... Better things, or or, 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 or things or that we didn't. Bending answer. things into becoming other things, or pl- we played a lot more. Uh, you know, the less you have, the more creative you have to
0: become. Okay, okay. So when you got to Parsons, were you those guys that were? and in the studio till 5 in the morning working really hard? Or were you in Studio 54? We were in Studio 54. We were in everything. (laughs) We didn't
1: sleep for six weeks. And then then we would doze off once or twice in class. And the teacher would slam down the scissors and say, stop trying to live your whole life in six weeks. But, um, but we we met everybody that summer, and it was probably an amazing summer for us. Just also because um, even doing just we don't want we don't want to miss anything. There, was, uh, the minute you close your eyes, there's something going on in this huge New York City. So, city, so if I need a, if
0: I need a really good authentic account of Studio Fifty Four, this is gonna be it. So just um, tell us a little bit about uh, what it was like. Who was there? What were you wearing? Was uh, it really? Well, oh, we looked?
1: always we'd always make outfits to go out. So I mean, even one time it was, it was like a, a, a bit of a break our kuba moment and way bandy and so we kind of did like the sheets from the bed in, and in sewed them, and we whipped up some outfits and we ran into Andy Warhol and Dickinson Ohio I, I think the key thing too was especially if you're young and you have no money and you wanted to go out and you wanted to get into a club you better give them something so I think we tried to give a look and make us desirable, yeah. and that's how we were noticed, and that's how we met interesting people, and um, yeah, cause before yeah, really we knew it, we were sitting at cool people's tables, and they were offering us drinks.
0: I can't imagine you two have ever been turned away from any single party or event at the door, ever. Because you're, you just look, you've got to look, and there's two of you who have the look, and you are like, you have that energy about you. We're, we're, we're nice guys. But and you're I, nice guys. You're I really think, nice guys. I
1: think that. that's actually a really good lesson in life, too. I mean, if you can get yourself through a rope or through a door, you can get yourself through life. I mean, the thing is, um, believing enough in yourself and letting the person at that door, the person that's judging you, know that the you confidence. need to be on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like I believe in myself as much that you can actually believe what I'm and saying. And you can tell if someone comes up to you, oh my god, we're never gonna get I shouldn't era. be here, uh, you're so. They're, or they're projecting an insecure energy. Uh, I think, you, you know, we should be inside there. And then sometimes we would just, like, wait you make like, up somebody's like, like, head like, head head like head okay, well, whose list are you on? And we're like, um, oh. we're on we're Christmas Records. Christmas records. Christmas and then records. We're, my girlfriend, girlfriend's name is Angie. And we say, we're Angie and we're the Featherstones, her last name. They were laughing, they knew it was bullshit. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, we can sorry, swear. Sorry, sorry. Just, We might cut that.
1: They knew it was a lie, and um, so, so they, they just laughed and they let us in.
0: And was everybody really wearing the crazy clothes? No, no, it's fine. We're Apple. We can, we're free. Was everyone wearing... I mean, actually, my friend made a documentary about Halston, which is fantastic, and had a lot of um, archive footage of Studio 54. And I really couldn't believe, when I watched it, that people were really... I mean, there was glitter everywhere, and people walking around oh. naked. It really happened, it, right? It was pretty, yeah. pretty was amazing. Yeah,
1: it was pretty amazing. I mean, we were near the end of it though, because it was the early '80s when we were going. Um, but it was still like, I mean, you would see like Diana Ross, and you would see like people out, and it was like, wow, and, and all the soap operas. Yeah, and there there was like, Attila Lahan. James. There was like this this long-haired model at the time. It was like we loved, loved him, and he was there. Was the Att- Attila, Attila, I just, it was funny to see famous people in clubs. And it was all glamorous and all And shooting. when you're young and you love fashion, like all the models, you would be crazy for and
0: stuff. I mean, so out of interest now, wh- where is that now? Because if it's there, you guys must know about it. Well, Probably at your house. The Halston's house
1: <laughs> is still there. OK.
0: <laughs> That's but in terms that. of those no. crazy nights where everyone's setting their hair down, where, where does that happen now?
1: Um, I think it's very rare that it happens now. Uh, unfortunately, it seems to be like you can only go to a club if you have, like, a table and you're going to buy a lot of champagne. And so I think it, some things get a little bit, like, storted. Like, um, the innocence is gone. Yeah, and they're just looking for people in the clubs to money. pay they money care to care who it is so long as you have... I think we were in Madrid, and actually it was really fun, and I was speaking to the owner of the club, and it was a really cool club, and he was probably against that. He's like, you know what? I just want to go back to the days when you look at the crowd and say, are you cool? Are you cool? You can come in. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many bottles you're going to buy. But unfortunately, people that own clubs don't think that way. So once in a while, you'll find people that do the and refreshing. You then you'll find some small little cool place that's still untouched.
0: And you guys love Mykonos. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is that- there
0: a certain vibe like that for you in Mykonos? Yeah, uh, because it's there, there's,
1: there's no judgement, you know, it's, there's some weird energy when you get there. Even if you're tired, you're not tired anymore. Uh, you can do whatever you want, nobody's People are free and, um, and it's really laid back and you know, everything kind of goes. And, and you yeah, beat that. Yeah, yeah, it's just you're eating lunch and then your lunch turns into drinks and your drinks turn into dancing Day on the dancing table.
0: And- okay, so back to Parsons, so you trained at Parsons mm-hmm. and then you left.
1: Yeah, the the summer school was finished. finished. We you
0: you weren't kicked out. (laughs) No, no, no. They did graduate, and then once you graduated, uh, what was the journey for you guys between graduating from Parsons, which was obviously a really big deal, and mm, to mm, setting up D squared itself?
1: We didn't ever graduate. We we just finished the summer school, and then we were supposed to earn money to go back to school, and it was really expensive. And then. uh, So during the while, we were working as waiters and trying to save money for school. And then we got a great opportunity. No, but we all, at the same time, there was a small shop. And we, Mm -hmm. we were sewing a little collection of our own at home. And uh, we put on consignment in the shop. The shop decided to have a little a fashion show. A big company in Canada was present at the fashion show, and they came in after the show. They offered us a job. At, we were 19, and everyone said to uh, the owner that he was crazy. These boys have six weeks of school. And he said, Those kids have taste, and no school in the world can teach them that. If I can harness their energy and I there will be six, you know, they will get hands-on schooling. And then he said to us the first day of work, he said, you know what, if uh, you bring me coffee, you're a help. If you turn this company upside down, you're a bigger help. Do, do what, you what you can, can do. do. And in six months later, we were in Hong Kong, refitting everything and recreating the entire collection.
0: Okay, and cut to today. That's 20 years on. <laughs> <laughs> you have stores all around the world. I really want to understand, how do you... Um, manage well what i will say is your team have been amazing to work with i work with all sorts of different people in all sorts of different ways but your team there's a huge respect for you both you have quite a global team everybody speaks lots of different languages and is doing a lot of different things you two if i look on the internet seem to be having a crazy good time every day and they all do too but you also have 35 stores around the world so how are you getting that balance and um, i think you have one life
1: um not forever Uh, we are very fortunate to be able to do a job that we love to do that we dreamed of the positions that we have today um there's not enough time in a day we you have to live your life to the fullest and balance it i mean we work hard but we play hard i mean (laughs) we play hard but we work just as hard or harder and i think to try to organize your life too i mean if we're gonna have to go somewhere for work we try to Get as much done into the day and then so we have like the next day free or something so we can actually enjoy ourselves
0: and you you were born in canada you live in london most of your work is produced in italy so you're kind of circulating between the three is london your home in your w- w- what's london for mm, you it's we're
1: kind of gypsies in a weird way we live by the code of gypsies which is no more than three days in one city Um, You know, between store openings and things, left, right and center we are. It's kind Uh, of half and half though, because I mean, our mom is English and that's where we live here. Um, Our dad's Italian, so we feel a little bit Italian, we feel a little bit English. Um, And we feel a lot Canadian too, because that's where we were born. So, um, somehow London feels a little closer to Canada, um, so we do feel very good here.
0: I want to talk a little (coughs) bit about your um, approach to tech. Because first of all, you have a website which is e-commerce, which not that many design houses actually have. I think we all think they have them, but they don't. You have a really good thing where you have catwalk fit pictures and you can actually buy the item off the catwalk, which is also very hard to do and on every picture you have, you have a share button. so you guys are obviously very giving I mean I'm, I'm in a sort of philosophical way. you're all about sharing so for me, you're, you're kind of way ahead of the curve. You're also very good with your dub smash uh, things, which we did one earlier, Absolutely. which we're going to put online later. How important is tech to you guys? And how has it really, really helped your business? How, how can you, because you've lived in two different sides.
1: Yeah, Well, it's now, it's the future. It's, you know, everything. We have a great team. And keeps I, I us think the, with what's going on, yeah. and, and I think the thing is also in. surrounding yourselves with younger people that are more tech advantage, uh, uh, no, more tech technological or onto on that um, keeps us younger. So like, so we have a great team at our e-commerce, um, and they're very pushing to do things and keeping us up to date. Um, I think it's just kind of I lost where I was going, but yes, we have a great young team. People, young people keep uh, keep us young. And, and they help a lot.
0: Anybody in Silicon Valley will say, employ people who are smarter than you, not who aren't smarter than you. Well,
1: in certain situations.
0: <laughs> yeah, in certain. So f- you're very, very keen on your Instagram. Your Instagram followers seem to be very um, proactive and verbal. Wh- what, because you guys aren't shy to show yourselves. Some people are very guarded and hide behind a screen. You guys are very much yourselves and you have a relationship with your customers and your fans. Is that something that you find very easy to do?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so. We're, we're kind of open book anyway. Uh, Nicole Kidman said it best. If, why it's the use of doing anything if it's not on TV? So, and it's our way also to dividing more than just pictures. Yeah, I, dividing I, back, sharing, open. up. I, I think up also up a little bit line. like Diana Rieland and her facade. I can't speak today, so <laughs> her her philosophy when she was doing her magazine so she wanted to like share like take people her readers to like these extraordinary countries and things that they would never see i mean we're fortunate to live a really cool life and see a lot of cool things and so it's kind of nice to share that with the people that maybe would never get there i mean we think of our family sometimes like they've never seen these kind of places they've never done these kinds of things so it's kind of sharing and let them live what we're living and have fun with it
0: and having fun, how, how much fun, when you guys are together, I presume you're always having fun. Do you ever get lonely, or you've always well, got each other? have well, each other. <laughs> what? Yeah.
1: We don't get lonely. Don't get that's lonely. that's, no, that's no. the biggest plus the we, being twins. If we're separated, that's the scariest part. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Are you twins who feel like a headache when the other one walked into We've the cupboard? We've
1: had some creepy uh, twinner thing. twin things. Really? Something. Yeah.
0: It's kind of amazing. And do you walk out of, to breakfast in the same outfit?
1: It's happened a few times. I mean, it's, I, it's not the same. It's completely different. I mean, it's
0: kind of not the same, but it's sort similar,
1: of similar. Completely different. And do, okay, you, do you,
0: for an event, do you sit together and say, we should do white tuxes tonight? Yeah. He likes time. to do
1: the twin thing for a red carpet.
0: Okay, she, that great. That was me.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, me she. I'm the mom. You did just call me she. I'm the he. mom that coordinates the looks because I have to pack them and I have to get organized. So i was like, well, let's do this. Let's do that. In twins, and then, there's and one yes. that's responsible and, and there's one that's irresponsible. It's that by right. Responsible, Is that how irresponsible, irresponsible. I will live up to it. And I know if we don't figure it out that he won't think about it and then we'll be last minute scrambling. So i like to circle it, it's wear white jackets, it's where this, and I pile them we all We discuss up. it though. We yeah. discuss it. Yeah.
0: And do you both, um, are you both watching the same movies at the same time? Oh, yeah. Reading the same books at the same time, doing everything? Yeah. If you're on an airplane, We watch both? the same movies to do One, two, other?
1: three, go play. <laughs> it's,
0: it's so great. It's so, so I'm great. not two passes it's ahead. It's he
1: gets mad if uh, one is like a second ahead.
0: Okay. <clears throat> And, and in terms of the design process, okay, you have Men's Way, you have all this, this huge um, array of things to design. How do you split the work, or do you do everything together on that front as well? We,
1: it you starts s- all, yeah. I mean, really with the theme. When we get at the, where we where we want to go, because um, we always work with the theme, um, then we just keep bombarding it and spoking off from, from that base. He follows a little bit more maybe the man sometimes, yeah. and then I have, well, more the women. I just think now that we have so much to do, and because we're two and we're very similar, if we change our direction, I stay on men, he stays on women, and at the end of the day, we, we can meet up rather. and say, okay, this is what happened over here, oh, and this, this was working out great, and, blah, 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 and oh, yeah. that would be good, good and, we're, and we're always together so we're always talking. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest advantage, because after work day is done, we still have dinner, we still have night time, we still have bed, I mean, we, we <coughs> chat all the time, so it's like a never-ending and Job. on planes, we're always and on planes anyway. And so and that's all we talk perfect. about is work, because that's our life. So it's. you
0: wouldn't have one of you who's going to go to L.A. on Monday and one of you's going to stay in London? No. No. <laughs> that's so, it's just so nice. It's so nice. And when you're doing the show, I mean, your shows are really, you have the big girls modeling. You, put, you pull a big crowd in, you're very focused on your music, you have obviously a good you know, love and respect for DJs. Are you both um, on completely the same page with that kind of thing yeah. or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah completely. No, we're, we're pretty, we're
1: pretty sim- similar. I mean, if um, we, we, much we fight, to... it's because yeah, I stole fight? his shirt or a pair of shoes or something like that.
0: And who wins the fights? I do. Right. Does he? Do you, I don't do you do concur? concur?
1: I just get over it.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> OK, so as, a, as, a, as entertaining as these guys are, I want to now talk about Caton Uncut. Because it's so easy to talk about fashion designers and just talk about the runway shows. But in my world and in all of our worlds, we know that design houses are doing so much more than just putting clothes down the runway now. So one of the things you guys are doing is a thing called Catons, Caton Uncut. Yes. Catons, Catons Uncut. Catons. Plural. Two. There are two, in case we hadn't noticed. Um, Tell us a little bit about that and what, why you're doing that and the challenges that have come from it. Um, well, that, I
1: think it's what we were talking about earlier. It's about we do live a, a lovely life and we, it's, it's our way of sharing it with other people. Explain
0: what it is because some people. Okay, it's it. kind
1: of like a little reality show that kind of follows the day in the life it's, of the designers. It started. It started out because people were always asking about you know they would like to come before the show and what happens and how's the preparation. We said okay, well let's just you know. Let them see what happens, and we gave the keys to our apartment in Milan to our team, our crew, and they would come wake us up in the morning, catch you know, getting dressed in the shower, and then fighting over some things, and the whole four-day process of the build-up and what goes into the endless nights before a show runway show, and then then people loved it, and there was a lot of. um, we got a lot of hits on people seeing it and stuff and then so we, want more. The, we wanted more, everybody wanted more. Oh, I didn't do another episode? So we said, Well well, what do we do now? So we did like Vacations and weekends, we'd have a weekend in Capri or going to Mykonos or something, and then there were kind of like the party, fun parts, and so it's just another aspect of it's what we of party do. Fun well, there's a little bit well, more than yeah, that. because only I'll tell you why there's a lot of party fun. Because if we film if we, when we were filming the preparation for the show, we said yeah, but you can't film the clothes because people aren't going to see can't see it yet until so the that show seems, comes out. That's why it seems like we're always dancing and singing instead of working but we do, if it's not we, in do we do Caden's Uncut and it's
0: not on dub smash like i mean you guys you have the really good moves by the way you have very you're very good dancers and um, and it does look like you're having a lot of fun so th- my question for that would be is it uncut are you happy to be as open as you are do you think that that Aids a brand. I'm not talking about you specifically. I just think it's really interesting. So many designers are so close and so frightened, but want you know, to do this you kind know what
1: of people thing. People are so I'm afraid of everything. They like, oh "No, you can't do that. You can't. You're you're a very big company now." And we're like, "You know what? This is who we are. This is, and we've always been straightforward." I think when you're afraid of things and you don't let things show, then you kind of have something that somebody can hold Insecurity. against you. If you're like, "Listen, this is me. This is you. Come for me because I'm just." Telling me mean, everything, anyway. Everybody, you know So it's not it's like anybody can like it, it. Like say, yeah. "Oh, I found this about you." I, you know that we have no skeletons. No skeletons. Not afraid of any, anything.
0: And are you? Are you? Um, it obviously benefits business in terms of sales. It's, well, right? that's, it's, 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 um, have you noticed a, yeah, a rise?
1: Huge, huge, huge. Okay. This is the, so that's the thing. thing. This is the reason. But like, we're not it, acting the whole time. No, no but, it, it, but it's, no, but a it's funny at the same time. People like to. No, let me explain for a second though, because. The thing with... Uh, we're getting all these viewers on the site and stuff, so it's like that's generating business coming to buying the on co- commerce So we got like tons and tons, I don't have the numbers, but our sales have gone up on our e-commerce like 35%. So they're like, okay, so we don't need to spend the money on investing on other kinds of things. So we use budget to make more films, because this way we can send the so films films and crew and stuff to follow... To different places. Putting and putting an expensive. ad on like... Uh, uh, yeah, rather than putting ads on like uh, other sites and stuff. We don't do that. Don't.
0: Because I'm going to talk about myself for two minutes, but I had a deal in America to make a TV series called Fashion Week, which was mm. behind the scenes filming of Fashion Week. <clears throat> I was going to do it with the producers of The Office and Ugly Betty, and I got really, really far with it. But, but this was three years ago, and everybody said to me, no one's going to allow cameras into their world, most of all the fashion crowd. And people were very guarded, but they were very intrigued. Cut three years ahead. What you guys are doing is exactly what I wanted to do and i think you've just proved that everybody is looking for a way to attract customers to show the brand of the, the vibe of their brand and but have you come up against when you're filming people that other people are closed and gone? Um, because that's why the once program in be- a
1: while but i mean i most the general part people love not yeah, I think the real reason is also because we're not like a really intimidating crew. It's not like a huge camera and so all this stuff. A little guy, like a little tourist. camera. Um, we ask people. Some people don't like it and say, like, "Oh, you know, I don't feel comfortable." And we say, "Listen, we're shooting this thing. We're really easy." And then ninety we'll percent say, though. "Oh, you say it's okay." Um, most of the people, ninety percent yeah. of the people embrace it, and uh, you know, maybe if we're at a restaurant, they love it It's promotion for their club or their restaurant or a hotel or wherever yeah. they, 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 you know. They don't the and audience. then if someone's not into it, we just say, okay, we won't film. And, because some people have said no. And we're like, okay. And then also, like, we won't keep it on all all the time. Like, if we go into a club, we'll have it for the first 20 minutes just to get the atmosphere. And then we'll say, okay, see you later. Now it's getting really uncensored.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a time when you shut the cameras off. And I'm like, no, that looks fun.
1: That's a, we but a weird but
0: that's therefore, um, as I learned when I was doing the show, I did a pilot in New York. It's it's twice the work, so you guys are not only designing and doing everything, you're also having to film, which I know is just capturing you while you're doing everything. But do you feel, um, do you have the energy for this whole new world of technology? Y- you know Does what? it it's energize not... you or exhaust you? No,
1: it's not really such a different thing. I mean, I. mean, you know, I said I miss them when they're not there. It's another person? Yeah, but to? you know what it is, though? It is actually, it gets into you. I mean, you get into it, and then we, like, to spend actually a lot of time looking at the video footage, looking at the edits, going with or the guys. Or just, oh, and so, you know, because we'll be it, It's a little job. And... It's another job. Yes, it is another job. Because Yes and no. It's another job for just the time you spend on it after looking at the footage editing the thing. oh this part was funny what happened about that and then reviewing it reviewing More it. In the editing process yeah. i think it's fun I yeah, do, yeah. it doesn't bother me or you'd have the camera there oh, no, no, after, we're, not, we're not thinking of things we're not making up episodes it's just as it goes
0: i commend you for taking it on because i, I do think that's the way things are going to go i think also a lot of people want to create film content and want to create video content but they don't have specifically a platform for it or they don't have the funds for it. I'm not talking about big brands, I'm talking about anybody. You know, we can all broadcast ourselves today, but can, can we really make something quality and beautiful without spending a lot of money on it? You can with an iPhone, but it still takes time. So I commend you guys for creating that content because it's a lot of work. How do you guys digest your information? Are you reaching for an iPad the moment you get out of bed? Are you, what's the first thing you look for in the morning? And also, what are your favorite apps?
1: Instagram. Instagram's my first one. I wake up and I find out what's, it's rather than reading the newspaper, I turn my phone on, I see what messages I have, and I look at my Instagram and see what's going on in the world, and see where my friends are, see what's doing what, and yeah, it's, it's my news. It's,
0: it's everything. And I learn, every,
1: I learn so much in the 20 minutes going through all my Instagrams. Yep. Okay.
0: And you, same, probably. He complains that I'm looking at the phone and not talking to him. I'm having
1: a cigarette. Oh,
0: you're yeah. having a cigarette. Okay, fine. fine. No, but I, I'll,
1: I'll, now lately I've been watching them. He's getting, more, you, he's you? getting more technological. And nowadays, you're on so.
0: iPhones and yeah, iPads. Yeah. Do you design on iPhones and no. iPads? No, Designed we're with, still with with basic pencils?
1: Neanderthal pen and paper. <laughs> no, I think
0: that's, you know. Our,
1: our, our staff are. Our staff are all
0: technological
1: yep. and computer drawings. And,
0: and what other apps are you excited about? Do you use?
1: Dubsmash. <laughs>
0: yeah, we do love Dubsmash. Facetune. I'm, I'm still singing a song from your Dubai. Sheikh shak I've got that. I've had that in my head for three days. And it's what? It's four seconds long? That's how powerful yeah, things it is. I do think if we can ask Kevin um, Systrom of Instagram to make the Instagram video allowance longer, you guys would probably be first in the queue for that request. Yes. yes. yes yes and do you do we see a d-squared movie or a d-squared reality series or something on netflix what would be your dream on that way
1: well i think we're actually working on a book about our story um so now we're in the stages of writing something and i ideally if everything could work out well we would love to make a movie yeah about our life and our story and our struggle and what we've achieved
0: when you say struggle i'm not going to be you know oprah right now but but when you say struggle, yeah, your, your cadence uncut, to me, it doesn't show any kind of a struggle, if you know what I mean. You're not showing any darkness, you're not showing moments of doubt, you're not sobbing behind the scenes and having a nightmare. What are your struggles and how do you express them to each other?
1: Uh, I think our struggles came from an early age. And I think, you know, Madonna says it in the song, if it's bitter at the start, it's sweeter at the end. So we're at the sweet part now in our life. What? You're moving your mic, it's going like this. <laughs> Sorry. You know anyway yeah i think he's saying just the, the it's hard to start a company and to like be two little kids from canada that's like a little place like this and try to be fashion designers and move into this industry and and try to make make something you know and and starting from zero and, and building what we've built um it was it was a struggle
0: and do you are you sometimes really overly stressed you seem like you have boundless energy but that doesn't necessarily mean you don't get stressed
1: um, we get stressed. We get stressed. But I think now we're in a, we're in a fortunate position that you know, we've had set the foundations and, and set our company in a way and built great teams, doing, doing, being responsible for certain parts of, of the company, and that we can feel like you know, we can trust people and feel like things are ready to go. And now, 20 years down, um, building, now she's at a level where I think, okay, now it's time to like, start kicking out stores, start moving on. And, and really we're expanding. Now. Yeah, but we put the foundation down. I think when you're down. a young designer, it's hard to do a lot of things. And so now, um, we're still young designers. Mm-hmm. But um, no, uh, but twenty years later, I think now uh, you the, kinda we're got mature. Down. The company's mature, and we're ready. To, we're still a young company, but a young company that's ready to move.
0: But I still am in, in amazement that you're privately owned. I mean, your shop in London, for example, is a vast space on Conduit Street, and Savile Row, on the corner, prime location, selling beautiful, beautiful clothes. Thank you very much, I thank that. Um, and you have 35 of those in Korea, in Beijing, in Paris, in Milan, I mean,
1: that's um, well, a
0: huge amount, that's a huge deal.
1: We are personally own 10, of, directly own 10 of the top stores, and then the other stores are with partners around the world, so uh, 10 out of the 35 we own. London is ours. London, London Paris, Paris, Paris like London. the main major cities.
0: And you, you have customers around the world. Who do you love to dress and who would you still like to dress who isn't yet a D-squared client? Um, Kate Middleton or not? Is that, a, is Why that not? on yes. your site?
1: Sorry with that little tiara.
0: Well, not really your vibe.
1: <laughs> no, she could, we could do that. We could yeah. do that, yeah. I yeah. um, never would really had on, on something. I mean, we're really happy to... Uh, see people you know maybe not famous people that struggle to buy our clothes and they look you know, they look great it's it's satisfying it's so a reward it's to a see somebody about. that you know really yeah. loves the brand and like really supports the brand and says you know i'm gonna save all my pennies and i mean like us like when we, we were kids, kids. we were like yeah,
0: that's by far the nicest answer it, it, uh? that's the nicest answer rather than just rolling off names of famous people it's really nice that you say that people who are real people and you're yeah. authentic it, people That's says a lot about you uh, we're
1: real people. Yeah, real, <laughs> and we I mean, didn't you know, regular people, people your who, kids, not Kardashians you
0: know, or whatever, who are also real people but have life maybe easier. So it's true. Um, you were, you know, there's a big trend right now, or there was for a while, of kind of having a big star on the catwalk. You know, the kind of Zoolander arrival last season, whatever. You guys were doing that a lot before. You had Rihanna coming in one show. You had Christina Aguilera coming in another show. Is that something you think that is still cool, or was that uh, something of that that moment, and it's not cool anymore?
1: I don't want to say if it's cool or not cool. Um, I Just say never say never. I mean, it was cool at the moment if, for us hey, it to was do just, that. It, it was just too true. though. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't like I, I it wasn't so studied. We, it was kind of we, a free we thing. thing. We, we, just, let, we hey, used to start, we she, Rihanna's song in the men's show, and I'm like, you know, she's just saying, "Shut up and drive" for the girls' show. And we were just got my our sisters were like, "Dean, what would you just call her?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and she did, and we worked it out. We talked about it, and it was. Yeah, with Christina, it no, was not the hit. management getting involved. It wasn't like a big contracty thing. And when it, these things make something get scary and big, and then the artist doesn't want to do it, it's like you know, if you're if you're just easier about things. Yeah, just keep it really, really basic and really straightforward. I mean, even Christina was here in London doing something at Harrods, and our show was like the next two days after, and I'm like, you're in Europe, you know, why don't you come to Milan? We're doing underwear. You can pull all the pants down of the models and show the underwear. And she's like, like oh, yeah. sounds like fun. Okay. And she said, okay. Great.
0: Yeah, like okay. just easy. Just easy. how it works are easy. You're easy. Okay. And you also did do costumes for a Madonna concert, Madonna tour. Did How does that work? Do they, they come to you and give you a, a kind of specifics of what, what...
1: Well, I think in that situation, we were okay. sort of on the same page at the same time. Um, we had just done this kind of demolition deluxe like mud tractor, kind of those monster truck, kind of this cowboy kind of look. And um, so the stylist had approached us about getting some of these things for her no, well, and then for well, the dancers. Well, started with... Yeah. I started with the art director having the jeans that we had given. He's like, whose jeans are those? And he says, oh, there's this company called Disco. And she's like, I don't know about them. And I want to know everything about them tomorrow. So he calls me. She wants to know about you. And so we ran home and sent everything for the next day. And then um, we sent her a pair of the jeans. They were boys. We didn't do women's clothes at the time. And um, then she was doing the video, Don't Tell Me. And we said, well, can we, you know some suggestions, uh, sends you some sketches of some ideas that we'd have. Uh, how you? A t-shirt and a shirt like that. and other things too. And she loved all of them. She didn't make them and she wore everything that we, we sketched in the video and then from that it went on to do the, the yeah. cowboy yeah. segment of the Drowning World Tour. This which is the kind of
0: stuff I, I, you know, I want on Kayton's Uncut. You know, we want to see this world because uh, yeah, it's it be so we rare. We to
1: throwbacks, Kayton yeah. throwbacks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kayton
0: throwbacks. Okay, great. Oh my god, we have a whole series ahead <laughs> of us. Okay, so we have... Yeah, we are gonna open up for audience QA. Um so I can cool. actually talk to you for hours and hours and hours. If you have a question for Dan or Dean or Dan and Dean just probably, then just raise your hand and someone from the Apple team will come with a microphone. And um, I, it's quite hard to see people. Raise your hand so I can see. There's one there. Okay, you guys you guys choose. Why don't you just you do the picking. I can sort of see yeah, Hello. Hi. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Good. Uh, I just, it's a really simple question. In your eyes, who is the D-squared man or woman?
1: Uh, The men are us. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we are our own customer. We are our own Mm -hmm. customer. And, uh, you know, as our needs and wants change, the collection matures with us. Um, There's nothing that we would do that we wouldn't wear. Definitely. definitely, I would say a good answer to that would be that we are our own customer. Mm -hmm. And the woman? would be a sexy, cool, assured, strong
0: woman. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Could we have another one at the back? Just if we can... Think.
1: Hi. Um,
0: you spoke a little bit about how you're using technology, like, with your brand at the moment. But I was wondering whether, from a fashion point of view, you think wearable technology is kind of the future of fashion, and how... Like, is that something you guys would like to get into?
1: What, what do you mean by wearable technology? So things like the
0: Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Things that are, I suppose the Apple Watch, like Emma's collection that's just come out has been, is a collaboration between a fashion and a technology company. Why not? Right? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think it's kind of... I mean, We're I,
1: open to everything, and it, maybe we, we don't have the technol- technological base, but we would, we'd love to work alongside of something that was... I think okay. also technology in fabrics and technology in, in shapes and, and the way things are built and constructed Sh- is also very cool. I mean, we, we study a lot of new techniques and new ways of, of, of bonding fabrics and sewing fabrics and putting or them together or, or, you know... Um, they heat up to your body. Yeah they, and, yeah, they change colors or they can, you know... So there's technology, technology also in, uh, in materials and things.
0: Do you, on that note, how 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 do you guys go and source all of that? Is this mainly in Milan or yeah?
1: I mean, we send assistants around. and We meet a lot of um, and a lot of the mills um, and stuff people there. that there's are doing things. Yeah, we, they'll they'll come to the factories and we'll meet with them and see new, or new maybe ways they of, have an idea that seems right in their eyes to us and they'll present it. I mean, that. Italy's really good for that. I mean, there's lots of techniques. Always, you know, uh, they're bonding things and gluing things and. And yeah, blowing even if you know mm-hmm. wool through things and just like there's like lots of technological things going on. It's yeah, it's really cool. It's really inspiring anyway. And so we just they'll send us little, little samples of what they do and and we kinda get excited okay. about I
0: it. I shouldn't take up all the time. Okay, we have a lot of people over there. If someone can just do the microphone.
1: You guys have been successful for more than twenty years now. Um, what makes you wake up every day and keep doing what you're doing and how hard is it to work with your sibling uh, for 20 years. I mean, I can't imagine working well, with mine. We, we lived no. together for 50, so it's pretty uh, all right. We got, we got it down. And um, we, were, we just love what we we're doing. You know, we're, This has been our dream as a kid. And uh, like I said, if you, we can do something that we love and be successful at it, there's no reason we should wake up without a smile on our face. No, I agree. I mean, we're really fortunate to do what we do, and, you know, um, we love what we're doing. It's not like you go to work, just say, oh, fuck, I hate to be... Sorry. I hate to be here. Um, and uh, a lot of people... Our dad our, was a construction uh, yeah, worker. And right. he had to wake up at 6 a.m. and go Freeging dig in ditch and freezing cold in Canada. And, like, I think he hated his job, but he had to go every day, and we don't. And we, thank God. we. Didn't have to do Yeah. Track. So, I mean, we always think of that in our mind, that we could be doing so many worse things than what we're doing, and we should be really fortunate.
0: If uh, you guys were construction workers, you'd be, like, disco dancing on the we building were. sites and getting everybody in a good village
1: league. Village people. Doing <laughs> It would be village people,
0: <laughs> Exactly. Perhaps there's time for that on a, on a Dick Caton's Uncut. Well, we know how
1: to shingle a roof and to lay bricks.
0: Oh, there you go. Um, Dad Dad taught Very us. useful skills. Okay, there's a, there was a lady just in front, if we can give the microphone. Hi, um, I was I'm just wondering if you could tell me where do you find inspiration for your collections? Where do you get inspired?
1: From our life, really, you know, um, from our life and, and just traveling all the time and just like really, we always ask ourselves a million questions when so we're gonna start a collection, like what's amusing us? Why do I, why am I putting that on more than this? What is the qualities? It's how is that done? How is, you know, okay, why I like this? Why can I make it, how can I make it better? And uh, what we're always traveling, to, um, and seeing different cultures, um, it's our life. And we always, I mean, there is a lot of, um, of our, our own country in, a, in us, you know, so we kind of always kind of think about our Canadianism, because it's kind of what separates us from the other designers. And then, so that's an element that but we I always think gotta keep in mind. also, too, as a designer, as, you know, a creative person, there's no nine to five to it. We could be, I don't know, in a club and the walls and, like, amazing, Color, or there's a print. You can, your mind is a a sponge, always opening, and everything from graphics on a plate or an ashtray or a small sign in Mexico, anything where you are, or the color, the the sense of the colors together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's. Anderson all around.
0: Do you have specific muses or do you just have a bunch of... Because you do have quite an entourage in your dub smash <laughs> videos. <laughs> they're so you have cool entourage. They're, they're very good looking just, entourage. Um, very good looking entourage. That's yeah. kept me glued to your Instagram. Uh, okay. But are those people Not your muses us. or are they just... Um, they're just friends. fun
1: people that we hang friends. out with. You know, and it's people. good to put yourself around good energetic people, yeah. positive energy. Um, it's hard.
0: Okay, more questions, sorry. Yes, okay, one here, please.
1: Hey, uh, I mean, I would like to ask a question in a favor, if it's possible. Um, First of all, I want to say that you guys are great, and I'm like the biggest fans of your design, like 80% of my clothes are from D Squared, and I really like it. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, uh, especially for the latest production for wear, What was your, you know, inspiration? Because the attention to detail was just amazing. On the winter collection or the summer summer. collection? Uh, The new summer show or the... The winter. The winter. That First Nation. Yeah, it was, uh, it was our Canadian First Nation. Because we were Canadians, so we decided this time to go way back and it went to you know, the history of Canada when it's begun yeah. fashion and trading. And the Hudson Bay is one of the oldest trading, it's one of the oldest department stores in the whole world, which was a trading company. And it's our culture where we come from. It's the history of our country, so it's really further. I mean, we always do, like, the obvious Canadian thing, so we try to go a little bit deeper and, and dig into what, what our country is about. And the favor was, since tomorrow is my birthday, I would like to take a picture of you that would mean the world to me, if sure, it's possible. Sure. Okay,
0: we'll do, yeah, we'll do it after, definitely. Okay, thank you. you just wait there All right. and we'll do it. <laughs> thank you. Right
1: we'll I give you a birthday kiss, too. Check
0: on time. Okay, uh, sure. we have... Okay, we will do that. We have time for one more question, and then we're going to have to wrap up. There's a gentleman <laughs> at the back. Can we thank you? Hello. I was wondering, you, um, you have been designing for more than 20 years already. Um, um, in all those 20 years, what is maybe the collection or maybe a certain piece that you designed that you're most proud of? So I, proud
1: I of think the, the older we get, the better we get. So I think the most recent collections are, are, are yeah, we're very are quite proud of because practice, practice makes, better. <laughs> practice makes <laughs> better. And then we were very, 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 very happy with the last fall winter collection. Of the women.
0: We, need a, we do need a retrospective at some stage. Would that be in Canada or would that be in London if you could have a re- retrospective show? London. Okay, good. We All right. Yeah. Okay, we'll watch the space. Yeah. Okay, I, am, I know I'm gonna have to end. Sorry everyone, I'm going over. Are we good? Okay, okay, one more. We have one more, just one more here and then we'll wrap up. Sorry, Apple. Okay, one more. Hello, uh, could you give two adjectives to describe your brand?
1: Fun. Yes, cool. uh, um, we ask, really our, ask ourselves a couple words every time before we do the collection. Is, um, does it have to sort of meet the requirement? Is, uh, is she cool? Is she sexy? Uncontrived, cool, straightforward, easy, understandable. And fun. And fun. Fun. Yeah, fun.
0: Okay, on that note, on, you are so fun and kind and great. Thank yes. you. I'm, I'm your like, biggest fan. Thank, thank you so you, much. Yeah. Big warm round of applause for, for Dan and Dean.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank everyone for coming.